0: We are changing that title. What is we it? We cannot call it the No Fun League when we're talking about Deshaun Watson. <laughs>
1: I was wondering. Should have saved that
2: one for the podcast. <laughs> the
1: flyover state sports shows for a mature audience. It contains strong language and adult situations. We do not own the rights to any audio of the podcast. Viewer discretion is advised. Is this on?
2: And welcome back to another In Living Color edition of the Flyover State Sports Show. I'm your host, Sam Long, joined by my lovely co-host, Gavin Turt alexander and Caleb bean Jubal. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a heck of a show for you today. That will be trade deadline kicked off. Deshaun Watson's ruling came out. And the Dolphins are a bunch of fucking idiots. But first, I need to start with... The poll results from last week's draft. That's the main thing we need to start off with today. And I think it's important, in order for the show to continue, to say who won. And the winner by a margin of seven to four to four is yours truly, Sam Long, the host of the show, the best drafter in the league. Collusion. Collusion. I couldn't even be beaten by Beans and his mindless drove of idiot voters. <laughs> no, and on here, is Gavin, because Gavin. Gavin's not I was gonna it. say, if you're gonna talk shit on my draft, Gavin out here is the same no, votes okay. as I do. It's not the same because draft. I took all the votes from the rational people.
0: No, I lost this draft because I picked the great greatest triumph for african-americans in the history of sports and kansas that's right and everyone who
2: didn't vote so, for gavin is racist it was apparently. the leicester city pick that's what got you no that's one of the good ones in
0: my opinion <laughs> yeah they're unintelligent racist idiots that's
2: exactly <laughs> So let, let's do the math here so four people voted for Bean. seven people voted for sam so eleven out of fifteen people. What what is that percentage wise? A little bit over two thirds. I'd say over two thirds of our audience is racist and hates soccer. Yeah. Whoa, we had too
1: many people going
2: on there.
0: No, I'd say it represents. That's like a perfect representation of uh, how I feel about whatever that is. Like sixty percent of America just unintelligent racist. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would say I I would say our show is a pretty good microcosm of everything off of that one. Yeah, those um, guys so in Belgium sure are. We, you know it's hilarious because you know two thirds of our show voted you know for Beans and I, and now we're offending two thirds of our show. So yeah, you know I had the support of our foreign
0: listeners. Like, yeah. I,
1: I had the support of our foreign listeners, all four of them. Mm-hmm. I don't
2: think no, they would have supported Gavin, you twat. <laughs> 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 they would have absolutely voted for soccer. Nice twat, <laughs> you have the support of the foreign audience. <laughs> you had a war criminals' first pitch in the World Series. I <laughs> <laughs> get no damn foreign votes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that we've gone completely off the deep end, um, I think it's time to introduce today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is our marketing department, as they currently trek through the wilderness of Massachusetts. That's right, Sarah. If you're listening, this episode is for you. Because you listen to our podcast out loud, and by doing that, you are incentivizing every person you meet in the backwoods of the northeastern part of the United States to maybe ask, who the fuck are those guys? Gavin. So we thank you for giving this small (laughs) podcast even a little bit more exposure. Gavin, you're going to have to talk
1: talk to our HR department for a... having relations with our human resource or our uh marketing department
0: what was that beans nothing yeah well
1: that came out wrong (laughs) sorry
0: (laughs) um sarah's just kind of aimlessly walking out there putting out the good words so uh props to her and i would say that there's a good chance that our listeners in massachusetts could double we've already got one so all
2: three, all yeah, three, all you know, <laughs> everyone out here, you know, I say to like and share and subscribe and all that stuff about the video at the end of the podcast. I'm going to say it now. If you tell one friend who's not listening to us and they tell one friend and then they tell one friend, that's like four people listening. That's like four and then times you more send people send us a dollar.
0: What is that a uh, business thing where you get so many people involved and it?
2: Makes I believe that's bell- called a pyramid scheme. Gavin. <laughs> am
0: Amway. Amway, that's right. of our pyramid of
2: friendship, everyone. We, we, we want to grow the business and, you know, everyone who's starting, you know, on the bottom right now, if you get more people, they go on the bottom of you. So that way you climb up the pyramid. That's
0: if right. You know what happened to,
2: is that what happened to Deshaun Watson?
0: Jesus Christ.
2: What? That's know. a horrible transition. Yeah. Sorry.
0: <laughs> what?
2: Beans, explain yourself. I'm I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What?
1: (laughs) I'm just kidding. How do I
2: have to find a way to transition to the sad stuff?
1: Oh, you can do it. You can do it.
2: We can at least get really sad first. Okay, yeah. As sad as Beans is attempt to derail the show and point it into any sort of direction, which is impossible because he is terrible at his job. I'm kidding, Beans. I love you. You're very good at videoing and editing and stuff. Much heart. <laughs> I can't do it with this. I can't do it with that. <laughs> Gavin's
1: <laughs> just, Gavin's just cringed. cringed. He's like,
2: "You see, you don't understand what's going on if you're not listening, watching us on YouTube." You know, exactly. You gotta, you gotta listen to us on YouTube to get the full frontal experience. There we go. And yeah. we're back to not being serious, but on a serious note. Um, We do have to get into the sad stuff first. I hate doing this every time at the beginning of the episode, but it's important that we acknowledge one very tragic passing in the world of sports. Bill Russell passed away this last weekend at the age of 88. Bill Russell is most famously known as an 11-time champion for the Boston Celtics and two-time NCAA champion at the University of San Francisco. One of the big reasons that the key actually got widened because he was so dominant at the University of San Francisco. Um, Bill Russell's legacy is also just much more than being a really good basketball player. He was at the forefront of the civil rights movement, especially in Boston, which is kind of a notoriously racist town in the northeastern part of the United States and still kind of is to this day. But beside the point, Bill Russell fought for equal rights and civil rights during his entire career and entire life and is one of the most iconic sports figures and, just figures of all time. And it's very sad that he is gone and it's very hard to think about it. He's kind of one of those last, he's kind of one of the last guys from that era and he's such an important figure. And we just wanted to say rest in peace, Bill Russell.
1: Yeah. I mean, think, think about like uh when, you know, our parents were growing up and watching like bird and, you know, uh, magic johnson all of them like they grew up watching bill russell and so like i think that he started the process of creating greatness and he was the first person to start it he was such a winning big year too he won like two mm-hmm. high school state titles or something like that as well Winner yeah. everywhere he went
2: ultimate team player no kidding
0: it really says something about the dude too that like for as young as we are Truth be told, I knew about Bill Russell or of Bill Russell more for what he did off the court than what he did on the court. Mm-hmm. And I think that speaks a lot to the person, some of my age, sorry. But uh, realistically, like Bill Russell, just altogether, it's one of the reasons why sports is important, because it gives people a platform that they wouldn't normally have to do uh, good things. And it's um, it's really important and really good to see when people use that for good things.
2: Mhm, and you know, it it's a testament. He played in the 60s, and he's still considered one of the greatest players of all time. Still considered top 10 to 15. It kind of depends who you ask. It depends how old the person is. But I mean, not a lot of people could say they won more rings than they have fingers, and Bill Russell sure could. And so we just want to say again. Rest in peace to Bill Russell, and thank you for all you did on the court, but especially all that you did off the court. So, it's a very hard transition to make. Um, not easy to go from such a sombering subject, but we will move on, and I it's think it's sad, tough.
0: That's pretty easy.
2: Well, you know. <laughs> I, I think, you know, the best way to go from a kind of a sad subject is to go to more of a mellow subject. And so that's why we'll just step straight into the Major League Baseball trade deadline that happened today. There were a couple big things that happened. Um, I'm only going to cover, 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 cover a couple of them. There's not a bunch of huge ones. Um, the main big one today was the Padres. Padres traded for Josh Hader yesterday and then traded for Juan Soto and David Bell today. And Juan Soto is... A 23-year-old phenom who is going to get paid a half billion dollars by some MLB team and break every single record that there is to break contract-wise, maybe in all of North American pro sports. He might beat Patrick Mahomes' offer. So, with that in mind, um, if anyone here knows who Juan Soto is and wants to jump yeah. in, uh, <clears throat> go ahead Gavin, I'm not looking at you because I know you don't know a damn thing about baseball. So, Beans, if you want to talk about Juan Soto. I do.
1: I'm I'm not not so much as the deal, but, like, the Padres. Like. Yeah, they're all in. And they're they're not even, like, the
2: first in their division.
1: No, and they've got, like, such a good. They even had a good closer, and they traded for another good closer. It's an arms race, dude. You got to keep up with the Dodgers. Like, I mean, I get it. He's, like, he's going, getting up there. I mean, he's only 29, so he's not that old. But, like. I guess he did have a horrible
2: July, but still, like, they're they're going for it all, so. You uh, you have to, and I mean, if you're going to pay Juan Soto a half billion, then I guess it doesn't matter. You have Juan Soto for the next, I mean, you can give Juan Soto a 15-year deal, and he'll be 38 by the end of it. It's
1: crazy that Soto turned down, he's he's my, he's our age, like,
2: Gavin, like, you're 23, right? I'm about
0: 24. He's yeah, a multiple-time
2: all-star and, like, the radio MVP candidate, and he doesn't make damn near anything, and he's only 23 and is about to get the fucking
1: bag. Gavin, how would you feel if somebody came up to you for a job and said, I'm going to give you a 15-year deal worth 400, $440 million?
0: If it was baseball, I'd just sign it, take the guaranteed money, and then you just quit. <laughs> I
1: know. If Juan Soto said to hell with that, he didn't and, even a shit. No, he, he didn't care. I, I mean – that says a lot
2: about him as a player too, but the Padres are all, they're putting their chips, they're putting their chips in this. They, they, Peller always puts his chips in the table. I know he, most of you don't even know. That's the GM of the Padres. Yeah. You don't know. But Peller is always putting chips in, in the table. And I mean, the Padres are always making moves. They made a ton of moves last year too. Yeah. And um, it's, and, it's such a big market out there. And uh, one of the other things we want to talk about, and that's because it's my team is one of the big winners From that entire thing is Boston Red Sox because they got Eric Hosmer for next to nothing and the Padres are eating like half the salary because they don't need him. So the Red Sox pretty much got Eric Hosmer for free for (laughs) four years. So it's fantastic. I love it. Interesting little tidbit. Eric Hosmer has not come back to Kansas City since 2017. Boston it this weekend.
0: Oh. I do so Eric
2: Hosmer is going to get a homecoming. How a home is homecoming. how is it always like that? Like
1: it seems like whenever there's a trade, it happens to be with a team like they're going to be playing like within the next
2: few days. I don't know. Maybe it's scripted beans. What do you it think? It probably is. Yeah. Yeah, we're probably just talking about. We're, we might as well just be talking about movies. You know. Yeah. Because I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that happened to be a that sports happened. movie review. Yeah. Like ah, Hollywood <laughs> couldn't script anything like this. Really? really? Hollywood probably could script something like this. <laughs> super easy barely an inconvenience but uh yeah so eric cosmer's gonna be in kansas city and speaking of kansas city uh they trade whip maryfield beans um i need yeah. you yeah where do you think whip maryfield got traded to because i know okay. you don't know
1: i okay so i know that there were reports i haven't seen anything today for those that are you know watching and listening like yeah. i have not seen a thing yet because i've been stuck in an office all damn day Um, I'm assuming because of the issues that were going on with him not being able to go to Toronto ever, he is somehow going to get traded to Toronto. Am I right?
2: You are absolutely correct. He absolutely got traded to Toronto, which is hilarious on a ton of levels.
0: (laughs) Wait, so does he have to get...
2: I I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm a, I'm assuming he's going to ha- I'm assuming he I have I have no idea what his to. vaccination status is going to be for that, but uh I think he was <laughs> Kansas City was like, ah oh, you can't play for us in Toronto. Well, guess what? We're sending you to fucking Toronto." So And let me guess, we got minor league players for it. Uh, yeah, I think so, probably. I don't know. I hate, I hate the, that. The Royals are fucking stupid. They they, They refused are. to trade, like, a late 20s, early 30s weird breakout player, a player the that the past four seasons as they struggled to win 70 games for the entire time and then just got nothing back for the player when they could have gotten a ton for the player in the past. I know. Because Dayton Moore is a fucking idiot. He is poverty. It hurts my head. It's I know so he's poverty. It's a very simple calculus. It, it's very it? funny, Beans, because the first year you didn't trade him because it was breakout. And it was like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, whatever. Like- maybe Wit's actually good. And then he's good again, and he's like, oh wow, like Wit is good. Like maybe we should trade him. And then like after the third year, it's like, you know, Wit is like an all star. We probably <laughs> get a lot for Wit. And then last year, like, we weren't com- – the Royals weren't complete poverty, but Witt was still really good. It was like, you know, we just can't trade Witt because we're not complete poverty. And now Witt's poverty, and the team is poverty, and now you got nothing for him. He
1: cannot judge when to hit the right – you know, hit it, hit strike gold at the right time. You know, in MLB, you have this little certain grace period here where you have no, – I players. don't know
2: what you wanted from a 32-year-old late-bloom. Like, exactly. England player. You could have exactly. traded it literally anybody. Every – You know who's looking for a utility player who can get two hits, who hits like damn near 300 that can play multiple positions? Everyone. Everybody. Literally (laughs) literally everyone. The Royals are are
1: looking for that player right now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, they are looking for that player right now, except this one's like 32 or 33 or however old Bobby Witt is, and he doesn't for the timeline, and he never was. So I don't know why they kept him. like oh yeah we have this very valuable asset that will never be good at the same time that our other players are good we should keep him and it's like no you shouldn't that's stupid i i'm i'm sad i'm down sad that is uh that is very funny i i enjoy i enjoy as a red sox fan i enjoy your uh, shambolicness where's where's the red sox at? huh what's the red sox record we're actually f- back to 500 now, so yeah. fuck you. You're like 20 <laughs> games under 500. I
1: know. It's so sad.
2: You know, if we beat the Astros today, we'll be back over 500 for the first time in forever because we had about – we won, I think we won about four games in June – or July, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. That's not even a joke. I literally think we might have won four games in the month of July. <laughs> undefeated in, in August, though. We're undefeated in August. Yeah. Yeah, one and yeah.
0: recording. Yeah, recording.
2: As of seven twenty six Central Standard Time on August twenty or August second, twenty twenty two, the Boston Red Sox have yet to lose a game in the month of August in twenty twenty two. You heard it here first. Sox are coming, probably not. Um, we, we, you raised your hand, Sky Moore. Season. Yes. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! No, it's not that anymore. Oh yeah, it's not. What do you? What, would you like to move on to a subject you actually know?
0: Yeah, I was ready to talk about uh the 49ers uh top running back.
2: Oh, Debo Samuel. <laughs> right. Debo Samuel's yeah. probably the first running back to get a good contract.
0: No, actually, uh, so. We just talked about the DK uh, contract, and actually, him and Debo had the exact same agent. So right after DK gets signed, Debo just a couple days later gets the bag as well.
2: Does that prove that DK is better because the agent prioritized DK?
0: Um, I think it proves I think it that does. Seattle had no leverage. I I
2: think it means that DK is better. Uh, I right?
0: mean, maybe, but like. So I, I think the biggest issue with this comes down to uh why why they haven't signed Debo yet. Because I don't think it was a money issue. I think it was usage based. And now you look at his contract, you see big incentives in there if he is used as a running back with rushing incentives, touchdowns, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um so I think it's kind of a win-win for Debo. The uh, shitty part is no matter what, if you play running back in the NFL, you lose because you're going to get hurt more. But at the end of the day, if Debo makes his money and helps the 49ers, I guess all parties win. Um, I, I'm i just happy for Debo. I'm happy that a player that's been injury-prone in the past like, got the chance to get paid and then got it while he was healthy and while he could. So good for Debo. What do you guys think?
2: Debo's absolutely getting hurt this year, by the way. <laughs> Every time a running back gets paid, they get injured. It's just clockwork. Absolute clockwork. So he's going to get half hurt. He'll be out for like half of a season or something. Yeah. Or like half I, of a fantasy season, which equates to like seven games-ish.
0: He'll like have a 70% route participation rate as a wide receiver the first three weeks. And then he'll like play a couple, uh, then it'll like just switch and he'll be a, a running back 70% of the time. And then he'll yeah, just, just be like, I'm I'm it hurt.
2: It I'm Why Elijah will just get hurt. And Kyle Shannon will be like, all right, well, uh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Debo, please help. And then Debo will get hurt. And then Kyle Shanahan will be like, oh no, I'm a sub 500 coach. Yeah. I am fraudulent.
1: I'm going over his contract now and um it goes What's the until
0: the terms beans Um
1: it goes until he's 32 in 2026. He has Ooh, they have roach. the potential they have the potential out in 2025 which he'll be about 20, 28 years old. So that, that's um, basically but, when they decide oh shit we used this dude's a running back for 3 years we need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh there's per game active bonuses so every game that he's you know playing he gets a bonus. Um, yeah, active bonus if he misses
2: yeah, yeah, I would not have negotiated that if I was his agent. That seems like a yeah. very potential loss of money situation. From 2023 to 2025,
1: an annual incentive for uh, over 380 rushing yards and three rushing touchdowns.
2: Now, John Lynch is going to absolutely – Debo's going to be at, like, 378 rushing yards and two touchdowns.
1: And just stop. John
2: lynch is going to fucking <laughs> lynch Kyle Shanahan if he gives him another carry after that.
0: Can we also just, like, uh, give the national media, like, general public perception just some props for a second for having the shortest memory just of anybody on planet Earth? Because you never hear anything about Debo being injury-prone anymore because he played all last year. So now he's fine. Like, he's a great player. Never heard again. Yeah, he's he's drafted super high in fantasy football. Like, everything is just super fine.
2: You know what's wild about that, Gavin? I don't want to cut you off. Keenan Allen has been healthy for, like, the last four years. And everyone's (laughs) like, yeah, (laughs) Keenan Allen is injury-prone. Even though he played – like, 65 out of 65 games.
0: It's the hi- it's the highlight reel corollary, Sam. Debo Samuel's highlight reel is good enough that people just don't give a shit. Keenan Allen's highlight reel sucks because he's not that type of receiver. Yeah, Allen's high
2: re- highlight reel does fucking suck, though. Yeah. That man is supercharged Julian Edelman, and I won't hear that. <laughs> <Yeah. point. laughs> the only thing that man is worse at, than Julian Edelman is throwing, but that's because Julian Edelman cheated because he's a quarterback. Yeah. But
0: um, no, I think we covered that. Uh, good for Debo.
2: Yeah, good for Debo. I look forward to him having like uh, 385 yards, and then John Lynch ordering uh, for him to get a toss, and then for the offensive line to not block for one play, <laughs> so that way we can dip dip that down. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> can <Could> you imagine <laughs> if I was Debo? Yeah. I just I would get that. I would get that, and I would throw it out of bounds or something like that. <laughs> just <laughs> like, oh, fuck you. Like, I'm going to throw this shit.
0: They just We're put like, him back oh. to punt except, like, not block for the punt and tell Debo it's a fake, and he's the punter, and just run. And then he's just, like, further back when he receives What
1: if the they ball. start actually? What if they start actually
2: using him as a receiver?
0: They That's did last year. That's
2: concept. No, they yeah they did, and he was good. And then yeah, they used him as running back, and he was good. That, and they were like, ah, good thing we that's have. That's why this when I talk back. about
0: Debo, like Debo's the weirdest player in the NFL, to where he gets scheme stuff, but when he doesn't get scheme stuff, he's also just still really good. It doesn't matter what you do with Debo; he's just a great player. Um,
2: Debo Samuel officially good at football.
0: Yep. Can we talk right, about another we- person that's good at football.
2: Oh Jesus, I don't want to do this. Um, okay, yeah, Deshaun Watson's getting suspended maybe six games. Um, everyone hates it. Uh, Calvin Ridley got to spend a whole year for gambling. Uh, okay, can you, we can we stop that now, there. We, okay, wait, beans. PEDs get you six games, sexually assaulting twenty four women allegedly get you six games, maybe. I, I know good. but Roger Goodell, we'll see about that. I understand Beans. I know exactly what you going to say. I know say. it's
1: like it's like We're apples to oranges
2: and a shitty apple and, the and integrity a... of the game with yeah. Calvin Ruby betting on games. He needs to be suspended for a whole year. I get it. Comparing the situation to apples and oranges.
1: I'm not I'm not Rob Watson should
2: still be suspended an entire year because this case is drug out for two damn years and it's ridiculous. I'm not like trying to like lower it. the thing that pisses me off with the whole thing is like
1: Deshaun Watson doesn't seem like apologetic at all for any of this. Zero.
2: Absolutely zero, zero percent. He, has zero he was remorse. pissed that he got six games. I
1: know. Yeah. That's what pisses me off. It's there's, not it's not two the situation that
0: to where you can look at it on one side and say like okay, if he's like actually didn't do anything or whatever, like I would be pissed too. On the other side it looks like something it, definitely happened that 26 females or however many were extremely uncomfortable with so there's some sort of disconnect there to sean where you should be remorseful for something because something caused all of this to come about.
1: okay so the, there's the, i mean i'm not gonna like compare this situation but sean oakman was accused of you know stuff a long time ago and then when he was proven you know that you know the woman came forward and told the truth you know that guy was balling you know like he you know. Yeah, he, he was getting like a first round pick potentially. I know he, he, his whole career was ruined, you know. And I'm not comparing. Yeah. the I'm not trying to compare this situation, but like, if people are coming forward for Deshaun and he's not, you know, not not if he's not guilty or whatever, and you don't think that he wouldn't be emotional about this, trying to prove that he's not, he's it just seems like he's just sitting back and like, I'm not going to say anything. You know it, what the it,
2: difference between these two situations are, beans? What's that? One person's a college kid with no money and another one is a professional athlete with money. So he that's gets true. to pay his problems away. It, I'm it's, okay about that one. I,
1: I don't know. I don't know what the situation is. I don't know what's real and what's not. It just pisses me off that like, he just doesn't seem to have no, any remorse. That's,
0: that's an important. So I have three problems with just either general reaction or the six game suspension in general. A, like, it should have been a major red flag and a big issue to the NFL, how the, stru- the contract was structured with Deshaun Exactly.
1: They knew. They knew. Like, that, yeah. Knew. Yeah.
0: But like, yeah, that they- is – money should be – when you're Cleveland or just anybody, like, trading for Deshaun Watson to get the player, like, okay, I understand that. You want to get a good quarterback in here, that's fine. Money should be the last thing on anyone's mind right now with – um, with all of the suspensions moving, we've never seen a contract in the NFL, to my knowledge, reshaped so that it can get a player, like, lose less money when they're suspended. That's exactly. never happened. That's a terrible precedent to set. And it should, there should have been a fine from the NFL. Deshaun Watson should have lost money this year.
2: He should have, but well, I, I I, I think it wasn't report? fine, but it was like $300,000 or something. Okay, so has there been a report from the NFL if there's going to be more repercussions? or? So no, I believe from what I've seen. So the thing that everyone needs to remember here, right, and people are stupid and just, you know, they they don't act. If you do a little, if you dig like for 10 minutes, like on your bathroom break at work, you'll find all this out. But people don't do that because either they're not plugged in or they don't care. So the six-game suspension is a recommendation from a neutral party, from a mm-hmm. former federal judge. I can't remember her name. I know it's a her Sue. Whatever Sue Rodriguez. It's like Sue L. Brown or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I thought it was Sue Rodriguez. And but not,
0: yeah. not to cut you no. off, Sam. It is a recommendation, but both parties agreed that they have to either appeal it or it just goes with the recommendation. Yes.
2: Yes. That's correct. So we got the six games from the judge and. Currently, the NFLPA is not going the NFLPA is not going to appeal it. They've already said that they've already basically said that they're not. Because they knew it was going to be pretty light from what the public perception thought it should be. We have until I believe Thursday for the NFL and Roger Goodell to basically say we're appealing this and we want to do more. Which will then bleed probably into the season, if, I would bet.
0: You no, know, it's uh so if they appeal it, a decision has to be made on the appeal uh, by this week at the end of this weekend.
2: Okay. So
0: Which I believe that the decisions kind of there isn't a whole lot of wiggle room with the information they have right now.
2: Yeah. So I mean, here's the thing. Um there is almost no reason for the NFL not to appeal this. I don't understand. Like what? If they don't appeal it, then they just look complicit with six games, and everyone thinks Roger Goodell is a fucking wimp and whatnot. And everyone's like the NFL doesn't care. If they do appeal it, then I guess there's three outcomes. Deshaun Watson gets less games, which I don't think would happen. No. Deshaun Watson gets the same amount of games, and the NFL gets to say, "Ah, well, we tried. those oh, chucks," mm-hmm. and it makes them look better. Or Deshaun Watson gets more games, and the NFL says, "See, look how much we care about domestic violence." So, like, or not domestic violence, excuse me, they don't give yes, a shit about domestic violence. I, you, you laugh, but they don't. Sex no, and they misconduct. don't. And, and really, it's not even sexual misconduct. It's uh, what it, What am I looking for, Gavin?
0: Um, like conduct, def- sexual assault, the league. it's, it's, it's so really conduct detrimental to like people, yeah, de- the league.
2: De- 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 detrimental to, the league. to de- the league. Conduct detrimental to the league is what he's being yeah. suspended for. Just to be clear, he's not getting suspended for anything sexual assault wise because yes. he he's has getting- not been found guilty of anything sexual assault wise, so they can't suspend him for it. So it's conduct detrimental to the NFL, which. Again, is why he's gotten six games because that's kind of the precedent for conduct detrimental to the NFL. Go ahead, beans. There
1: is even in his contract he can't go to massage parlors unless it's within the Browns organization. Doesn't
2: that say something? It does say something. It's ridiculous. Like I, again, he should be suspended for the entirety of the year, in my opinion, because like I'm I, not, I'm not questioning who, that. Who embarrasses the NFL I mean, more in like? I I mean the only thing I could think of that's like as embarrassing is like that Tyreek Hill situation and I get that Tyree Kill was innocent and all of that, but that was still super embarrassing and like I'm kinda surprised like he didn't get any games for that, I don't think.
1: Mm mm. He was never suspended. But it was it was during the
2: off season when all that happened and it was resolved. That the evidence was shipped like domestic week. violence, so they just drug their feet on it, and then yeah. he came out as innocent. So you know.
0: And it, I, it was resolved. I, I know, quickly. I'm yeah. I'm mostly
2: joking about that. You have to do the right thing by getting all the yes. information,
0: yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. So yeah. getting the most information part, a we the only people that have all of the information that they can is the person that made the ruling, the NFL, and I don't know, the lawyers and stuff surrounding it. So A, like us as outside people like at the end of the day for my money if sue robinson who is a female looked at all of this information and decided that that was what was fitting based on the evidence they have i have to conclude that they don't have hard enough evidence to say anything now that doesn't mean he's innocent that doesn't mean whatever but the nfl especially the nfl players association cannot set a precedent of a nfl player getting a suspension getting like the hammer dropped before because the legal stuff is still going on too not all the cases are settled like yeah it's there's too much unknown and you you can't set a precedent of dropping the hammer on a player before they're innocent could you imagine if tyree kill got a year suspension and then they figured out that he's innocent like you can't get that year back
2: Yeah, yeah that's a good point i understand that um I, I and know. I kind of joked around with
1: this in our group chat, uh, in our fantasy group chat. Like if this situation happened to like any one of us, we wouldn't be having a job right now. We would be fired and let off, you know, set off to the side because nobody wants that kind of person. You know,
2: yeah, their it's a little bit different, though, with that kind of skill. Set, I yeah. know, but
0: it's different too when your job like presents you to millions of people where you're a role model, you're a, mm-hmm. like whatever you're affecting the NFL, which is a million dollar industry.
1: I mean, surely like he he surely has like a charity or something like that. Surely that all has to
0: go down the drain now. So I I looked through the response from Sue and the uh, judge that made the ruling, and she did cite, not that this, I mean, Deshaun Watson's a first-time offender. He's been highly, highly involved in in the community of Houston and charities around Houston. So, like, other things of Deshaun Watson, the character, also did play a part. She listed those things as playing a part in the decision, and the fact that he missed all of last year. Effectively, voluntarily. I, I,
2: I don't I don't buy that. So like that's one of my problems. If that's one of the reasons why it's lighter, I don't buy that because he was going to hold out anyways. He said even before all this stuff, people like to people love to gloss over like the fact that he said he wouldn't play for the Houston Texans again before
0: all this stuff came out. Talking about oh, just talking about the fact that he missed last year, not yeah, all
2: the him stuff- missing last year has nothing to do with this because he was already going to miss last year.
0: Okay, and that you
2: would have been traded last year if all this stuff didn't come out because you requested a trade last year. Yeah, so and, like I, I'm not here to hear any of that. Like, yeah, I, I think that's fucking bogus personally.
0: can Can we also just, or at least I want to say to just the general American public on issues far beyond just this please, for the love of God, don't just like when something like this happens, don't just decide what you think without consuming any information. And I mean, there was people, it's so easy. It was so easy, guys, just to say, look at what uh, the news reported and say, no matter what happens, uh, six games, a whole year, whatever, I'm going to go into a group chat and I'm going to send laugh my ass off to all of my friends. It doesn't even like mean anything, which way I like lean or whatever. But like, it's just something that's like, holy shit, the NFL's stupid. And then someone asks you like, yeah, do you think it should have been more or less? And you're like, oh shit, I don't know. Like, just please, please, people, because if you're mad at the NFL here and you think Deshaun Watson is a rapist and should be in jail, well, the NFL can't put him in jail. If my family got ran over by a FedEx worker that was drinking and driving, I'm not going to FedEx and asking them to suspend the worker. I'm trying to get the guy that got a DUI and ran over my family in jail. Like there's, there's important levels to what has to happen here based on what you think. I'm just asking you to react to what you think rationally. That's That's not a big ask, but it doesn't happen in today's culture because of social media.
2: I would say for just kind of my closing thoughts on this situation, I'm not sure what the longest. So, like, here's my thing. Obviously, we're working off of a suspension of conduct detrimental to the NFL, right? I don't know what the longest suspension for that is. It could just be six games. I feel like it just needed to be more than what the longest one had been so like if it was six games it probably should have been eight to ten right like because this is this is conduct very detrimental to the league this is like like if it's not like if you don't want to go the whole year sure fine but like i feel like it's gotta it's gotta exceed the precedent because this is unprecedented
1: well, and you Goodell I mean? is very big on, you know, protecting the shield and very big on branding. Yeah. That so, is be- very much that's his That's why persona. I think will appeal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and plus also, if they appeal, the NFLPA is going to fight it, and then it's going to— Because they like the have—okay,
1: they're going to fight it because they have to fight it.
2: Yeah, and this brand, they're going to make it look like the NFLPA is supporting a rapist, and they're going to yeah, yeah but
1: it, yeah, in the, in, literally in the reality, next time
2: they go into the CBA negotiations, they're going to be like, oh yeah, like which the owners who tried to like you know mm-hmm. get some Deshaun Watson excommunicated exactly. versus the NFLPA who was like, ah oh, yeah, we love rapists. No, yeah, that's exactly right. Like they, yeah, have, it's exactly. They're, what they're it's, do.
1: it's one of those situations where they have to be in this situation. It's sticky. The, the it's
2: NFLPA – they can't do it cuz they can't do it yeah. but this is just one of those ones where if i was them it's just like dude we got to just let this happen like i resign <laughs> well no it's like we do we do more damage to like our appearance right by supporting you than not like if if they're just going to go for a year then it's like dude, you got to just take yes. you got to fall in the like if you want future generation of players to like get help from the MLBA, you got you got to fall on the sword on this one
0: i yeah. by the way like, kind of to transition away us away from this, is there a harder job than, like, NFL, just the NFLPA communicating with themselves on, like, what they think they deserve and the bullshit that's going on by the <laughs> NFL's organization? Like, I'm just picturing, you know, that, like, third-string left tackle coming in the NFLPA because he is pissed off that his racist organization is not giving him, like, starting left tackle money.
2: <laughs> I... Unions are good. I'm sure the NFLPA does a good enough job. I'm sure I could never work in that kind of crap. Every
0: union has those guys where you're just like, dude, strengthen numbers, but like you're actively just, you're retardation. <laughs> you're
2: actively tarnishing the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of conduct detrimental to the league, by the way, uh, the Dolphins apparently, you know, remember that story where we were just like, oh, yeah, no, Tom Brady's not actually, like, flirting with the Dolphins and going to be an executive and play quarterback at the same time and they'll hire Sean Payton? Apparently that was all true, and they got Doc 2 draft picks for it. So there you go.
0: Okay. How the fuck did Tom Brady try to set all this stuff up and the Dolphins got in trouble?
2: No, the Dolphins approached Tom Brady about it.
0: Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And Sean Payton just retired.
2: Whoa. Sean Payton also is getting a cushy-ass broadcast job.
0: Yeah, that he can't just, like, quit and, like, go coach Tom Brady. I – first first of all, I firmly
2: don't – okay, look. There is absolutely no chance in hell that Tom Brady tried to set this up because
0: maybe in 2019 – there was no chance in hell this story was going to happen until today.
2: It doesn't make any sense, though. The Bucs are good and the Dolphins suck.
0: If Tom Brady legitimately did not like it in Tampa Bay and wanted to pick a destination to go that was also still in Florida and pick his coach and decide... I, how I, was I gonna
2: propose. Depend- so what exactly... How long was Brady talking to the Dolphins? Yeah, the Dolphins approached him in 19 when they hired Flores and he didn't go then and... Yeah. Then they approached. I think that was the whole like Flores like said he wouldn't help recruit him, and then like this off season was like he was supposed to be some sort of like executive slash right. partner, and then play quarterback too.
0: The um, whole story is
2: fucking nuts, and the Dolphins are fucking stupid. That's all yeah, I know.
0: Well, there's also a part of the suspension. It's not just the Tom Brady stuff. It's also there was truth to um, the Dolphins not tanking, but not not tanking and having those conversations yeah. in a joking manner when flores oh
2: please answered. we all knew that team was fucking tanking
0: yeah so um i i still don't think everything that flores said was 100 percent true because it's hard to draw the line between what's joking and what's not and your job as a coach should just not change regardless yeah or, or what you're trying to do as a coach
1: so what um, draft pick? What draft picks were suspended? Uh, next year's first and next year's third.
0: Do they have a? I, so what first I thought, did they give up for Tyreek? That's what I was wondering.
2: I thought we got a first. Because they got. I, I don't think we got a first. No, I thought we got a.
0: So did they lost their first round pick, which they don't have? So we lost our. Oh no. This I'm is. Pretty pretty sure a, <laughs> I we got a bunch of
2: seconds. I thought I don't think we got a first. I, I thought mean, we look. got. A
0: of that. Oh, we might not have.
2: No, cause we got like a we got like two high seconds or something. Oh,
0: oh
1: okay. Um, as I the Dolphins forfeit first round twenty. Better. Yeah,
2: okay. I was
1: like, I was, I see where you're going with that Gavin, cause I was on that same thought process. Yes.
2: <laughs> no, we we didn't get a first. I'm like ninety nine percent sure, cause I remember that trade. Uh, yeah, we we got we got a twenty twenty two first pick twenty nine. Oh, that's right. That's how we got. That's seconds. how we got. Yep. Yeah, that was office. Mm-hmm. number yeah. the 50th overall pick, a fourth round pick that year, and then a fourth and a sixth round pick next year.
0: Okay. Oh, they really paid for uh, they really paid for Tyreek so we could just draft a better receiver, and then they paid him too. Wow, yeah. idiots, <laughs> idiots.
2: Sky Moore <Cool>. season. <laughs> now, but, uh, fools. I'm sure I'm sure Sky Moore will absolutely just be better than Tyreek Hill, but it's can, that easy, right?
0: Can we just like take a second to like you know step back? This is fucking crazy. Just this whole story. No, this, I, is this. is, Brady, Brady
1: is should have way more press. Like, is, is Brady facing anything for this? No.
2: Like, is there? Because no, the no. Why, why not Brady? Why Why isn't he? Because the Dolphins approached. we were just talking. We've been with
0: dealing with a lot of allegedly in the NFL lately, and there's. A lot of different precedents that are being sent because okay, Tom but Brady he got, allegedly he, didn't do anything.
1: But Tom Brady didn't allegedly deflate the balls, you know, like, and he got a like six-game suspension.
2: Orchestrated it. By the way, deflating balls is also uh, 50% less of a suspension than uh, – Okay. Uh, yeah, okay.
1: Again. Again. But you know, oh, we've anyway. talked about this again,
2: protecting the shield, Good really Okay, big no. Fuck you. That was fucking bullshit. Uh that was just a, that was that we I could talk for hours about how Deflategate is fucking bullshit. Deflategate well, is bullshit. I agree. Deflategate is is bullshit, but there it was is also- the dumbest thing. It is the dumbest thing that has ever happened in yeah. the NFL under any circumstance and it was Roger Goodell going on a power trip. Because he wanted to get Tom Brady back because they didn't think that they did enough for Spygate. And Spygate really wasn't even that illegal because they only did Spygate when what they were doing was legal except for like one or two times.
0: Can we agree that Tom Brady should not have been suspended for Deflategate but should probably be facing repercussions right now of some sort? I I, I I don't
2: think Brady was doing anything.
0: How many times does Brady have to be not doing anything before exactly. we Okay, but, start? like, you don't— We literally just got but, done talking about Deshaun Watson, who's in. But, like, in
2: the NBA, <laughs> there's tampering allegations that the team faces penalties, but not the player. Like, why should the
0: player— we going to make the leap be, with one player, we got to be able to— Especially when it's detrimental towards the NFL. Tom Brady I could mean, have potentially been actually trying I, I to don't the
2: players should be suspended or Facebook okay, you, you can find him, him. they find,
1: find him. they find the guys who are wearing their socks wrong. I mean talking to the team totally, yeah, like you can find, find him for that want.
2: I still don't un- I still don't agree with it if like beans if I like called you to join a different company and you like talked to me about it for a little bit because you were thinking about it, and then like you but got fine from in, your job.
0: Like literally tampering rolls there, there is there
2: is a there is a window for that though. What do you mean that yeah, there is a window for that, but if they call you early and you just like are bullshitting with them because you're boys with them and then you get fined, like you're gonna be fucking pissed. I mean, I don't
0: that know. is like kind of the definition I mean, of illegal tampering, but
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Tom Brady's the one that's being tampered on.
0: <laughs> Allegedly.
2: Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. But if he's the one who's getting approached, <laughs> then, like, that's not his problem. But, the, but, but that's a large how long did How point. long
1: did these conversations go? He should have had but the ability he, to. Why would. I, I don't know. Hey, I he don't should have had the ability what what to the say, like, on? as soon as it's. He should have had the ability to say as soon as it started, like, hey, I'm not going to do this professionally. Let's wait. But from what well, I honest. understand.
2: I haven't read it. I haven't read it. I will yeah, put it's, that it's out there. Yeah, when he's under contract on the Patriots and the Bucks, like. So yeah, he kept. It is. So
1: he kept. From my understanding, of what I am hearing right now, he continued talking with them.
2: But that's not his problem. Miami's problem.
1: You would think somebody who cares about his brand, wait, wait, he would wait, try wait, 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 to. Wait wait,
2: wait, 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 beans, beans. Yes, he can say professionally, <gasps> "I don't want to do this." But like, just because you you can't find someone for someone else having a conversation with you.
0: All, all I'm saying is that was from two years ago when Tom Brady was leaving the Patriots, joining the Bucks. but the recent rumors had him linked to Sean Payton, that retirement, Brady's retirement, but we're supposed yes, to believe that. Yes, this is
2: for both of those. Those are for both of
0: those. Yeah, but— we're, But, but so what do you really think they called awesome.
2: Miami up and was like, hey, I want to be like an executive and then I'll fucking play quarterback for you too?
0: Yes. <laughs> I think that's exactly, exactly what I'm you're saying. You're smoking crack, Gavin. It's Tom Brady.
2: Tom Brady got Bruce Arians fired like that. Like, he didn't need to fucking, like, go somewhere else. Bruce Arians would still be coaching if Brady okay, never Okay, but he
0: retired, back. then Bruce Arians got fired.
2: Exactly. He forced Bruce Arians out.
0: And then he came back. But also yeah, exactly. in the middle of that was Sean Payton.
2: He got Bruce Arians
0: fired.
1: Like that. There's a rabbit. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of
0: conspiracy here and I just don't think that uh, given how crazy this story is, you're willing to make the leap, which is okay, but it's <laughs> no, definitely
2: right. I genuinely think that he had those conversations. I think the dolphins initiated it, and it's not Tom Cray's fault that the Dolphins initiated it.
1: Okay. I'd I'd like to see I'd like I don't know. I need to read more into this. Like let's table this one for now.
0: Yeah. I'm Re- just regardless said. of who starts it, if both people continue talking, they're both tampering. Like
2: you can't, you can't tamper on a team though. The team can only tamper on the player. You can't just keep talking yeah. to another woman, even though you're married. You can. What? There is no professional sports league. To where, if you get called by someone and you talk to them, that you get docked. That doesn't happen in sports. If you call them first, then yes, you can get repercussions for that. But if the Dolphins call Tom Brady first, Tom Brady can say whatever he wants to on the phone. Because the Dolphins are in the wrong because they're the ones who initiated contact.
1: Again, he continued with the contact. I don't know. I don't dude, know, man. The
2: Knicks are fa- dude, Miami got docked a draft pick last year for tampering with Kyle Lowry. Um, somebody else tampered with somebody else in the NBA last year and they got so docked. Oh, it was it was Bogdanovich. Milwaukee got draft got docked a draft pick for a trade that didn't even happen last year because of tampering. And then the Knicks
1: are gonna probably get But docked did those guys to- did those guys get fined? No!
0: I I agree with the players not talking part, but Tom Brady's also talking to Sean Payton, who is a part of another organization here, too. And there was so a hey, master team. Now players could coach other coaches? I, there's just, in my eyes, there well, should not be, while you're under contract, Payton? one team not even near being, you shouldn't be able to retire. I guess my big issue is he should not have been able to plan. Because his plan would have worked according to the rules. No,
2: it wouldn't have, because they would have had the they would have had Tom Brady's rights. It would have been like when Gronk got unretired with the Patriots. They would have had to trade him. That's, That's why funny. Bruce Arians did the whole thing That's of like fine, I'm not.
0: On Brady. trades happen because teams have no leverage. What we've and if he had to wait a year, then he has to wait a year. But we've also seen just obnoxious trades happen this offseason because teams you, have completely. You really lost think?
2: Them. I. I mean, what do you think? The, do you really think they would have just traded Tom Brady? No, but like then if you are up
0: the next year with Sean Payton and in Miami, and then they add Tyreek, like, what's the difference? Like, it still shouldn't have happened that way.
2: All I'm saying is, is if Tom Brady would have re- stayed retired this year, right? Mm-hmm. And then went and be, been an executive for the Dolphins, he couldn't have went and played quarterback for them because the Bucs still have his rights. Yes. And so he would have either had to, A, sit out one year and wait for his contract to expire, which I don't even know if that's how it would work. I'm not a complete contract guru or anything.
0: Well, it would expire after this season because he's a free agent after this year.
2: So then I guess he could have played. Yeah. So sure, I guess. I
0: thought that that was the backup plan.
2: That seems like a really fucking stupid – that seems stupid.
0: (laughs) It is unless you're 45, okay with missing a year and um, wanting out of Tampa because you hate your coach.
2: I again, I feel there's better avenues. I, again, I don't. I just feel like I, if, if you fucking hated Bruce Arians or Tom Brady, you're getting Bruce Arians fired. It happened.
0: Yeah. No. Like I. I just don't want the scheming behind the scenes against Tampa. Really, because Tampa has Tom Brady's rights. Tampa owns him. The, like, just going against your organization, plotting behind the scenes to get to go to a different organization in the same fucking state. That's the part that I just, like, don't think is okay. If you're under contract with an organization, you either hold out or, like, get force your way out via trade. There's, like, ways that this happens, and scheming and plotting behind the scenes is not a good precedent to set.
2: And, again, the conversation could have been... We want you here. Here's how we can get you out. And Tom yes. Brady might have been like, "Sure."
0: Yeah.
2: We, we don't know. There's a lot that we don't know.
0: Yes, it's a fun and, debate topic and a good conspiracy theory, but. I mean, I'm all Tom for Brady's a good conspiracy a lot of those.
2: theory. I guess where I draw, I guess where for me, I I don't, I I think I I just don't know why Brady would get in trouble for this unless he initiated contact
0: i i don't I don't think there's a good way to prove whether he did or didn't
2: well, I mean he probably did, but you know
0: exactly that's
2: i mean the, the, there's it takes two to tango, but like I don't know how a you would prove it and b
0: right you, I'm, you I'm just, just simply not innocent. assuming that Tom Brady is innocent here
2: you you can just go and i mean Stephen Ross can go do all the talking and you can just say yes, and like that's how it goes
0: yeah, but all right yeah, um, on.
2: Yeah, um, Chiefs, Chiefs, right? Yep. Chiefs training yep. camp, Isaiah Pacheco running back one. Uh, that's what I'm going to start off with because I don't care. Um, I have him on my fantasy team, on two fantasy teams, actually. Isaiah Pacheco is fucking big as hell and fast as hell. Best running Dude, back running, on the yeah. running with the ones,
1: baby. Running with the ones. I mean, granted, there's like three running backs running with the ones, but it's still pretty
0: cool. I, say, I always thought that, like – You know, I try to, like, sift through, like, okay, this is a beat reporter's opinion. And I thought that, like, running with the ones was, like, at least objective or meaningful. But then you see the, like, Larry Roundtree and Isaiah Spiller reports from the Chargers and the Austin Eckler not running with the ones. And it's like, okay. Okay, bro. why
2: would Austin Eckler be running with the ones?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm done trying to, like, take any of you dumbasses' knowledge on this. So what have you got (laughs) Uh, for us with training camp, Beans?
1: Well, good news is Orlando Brown shows up in full pads after holding out there for a while. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? that? He's holding in.
2: How do you guys He's feel about in. that? He's holding in. i never heard that one before. He's holding in his rage that he couldn't get a contract that he wanted. I just find
1: it funny that he got a agent and then thought he was all big macho guy and I can
2: get a big contract. I, I still think it's just about the guaranteed money. I think that's what it is.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We're, we've talked about about orlando brown here and my stance hasn't changed if he really does what paid top of the market and he just like either just like doesn't play mails it in this year and significantly hurts his chance of getting any money um fine if he plays for us we get another year and then he's just gone and we get a third round pick as a compensatory pick fine like i don't love the trade to get him in the first place but that's already happened so
2: yeah. And, I mean, home. a lot of
1: people were worried because he wasn't here at the beginning of camp. Like, he's eh. he's fine.
0: Yeah, um, this, he's fine. Like, this is, like, his what,
1: fifth season? Yeah, and plus, he, you're going to go through preseason. They're still, you know, they're going to go back to Kansas City and practice. I, There's still plenty of time for him to.
2: I wouldn't be concerned unless I saw a report, like, today or tomorrow or the next day where it's like, ah, Orlando Brown showed up to camp, like, really out of shape that I'd be concerned. See, but, I, I didn't I mean, see I didn't see anything on that. There wasn't yeah, anything. So I mean, he is apparently in football shape and he's been playing the league for like four or five years, and this is the second year at the team. So you know what? Sure, fine. Like
0: he's yeah, here I, now. So and I mean, we saw this kind of
1: stuff with Chris Jones. I mean, he held out for a whole training camp to get a contract. Yeah. And
0: so. like like I said. With the way that we play offense, with how good the rest of our offensive line is, if we if we just lose Orlando Brown for this year for retarded reasons, okay, like we're gonna be fine. I don't think it's gonna drastically. I mean, change.
1: our our backup line is a starting offensive line somewhere else.
2: Yeah. I so, I mean, I would maybe for like the Seahawks, but I would that, no
1: no no. But you know what I mean. I wouldn't yes, go no, that I agree. far. Then. I would agree, but like we have backups that would probably. Be I know we have
2: dudes who are good backups, but like let's pump the brakes here. Like we don't need to. We don't need to be like hype. We need to Chris Kleinman or fucking free. backup offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gavin got that reference. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, what so, else? You, what's up with Jody uh, Fortson, Beans? Yeah, I uh, don't know
2: anything about Jody Fortson other than he's back.
0: Well, uh, he's not,
2: actually. He's not. No. Uh,
1: he was back, and then yesterday he did something to his knee. Set, oh, so it was right. he was
2: back. He's just well, not now. Yeah,
1: not now. He was yesterday, no, not today. He did something with his knee. I don't know how many tight ends the Chiefs are going to run with. I mean, Jody Fortson looked good while he was playing. Granted, there was no shoulder pads or anything like that. But, like, he looked good. And What did he do to himself? Something with his knee. I mean, I think he landed. Like how, bad? how bad? How bad we talking? It might be a couple weeks. He might miss a preseason game or two, which is pretty
2: detrimental. Cause Yeah, I know it's like I mean, that's it's nut cutting time here hey man yeah. if he gets cut though it's another spot rush right spot right there but check around i'm gonna tell you what boy <laughs> checkerhead get a <laughs> rb1 baby
0: i have uh i've been checking up on uh how everyone's favorite wide receiver is sky Moore. so i said actually a couple episodes or last episode um He had a hamstring injury. We hadn't seen him on the field. Like, it's good. We were seeing good reports about Sky Moore, the person, but let's see it on the field. And he responded with being the only thing that beat reporters were talking about over the last week because he's a highlight machine. He's tearing it up on the field. Um,
1: That guy has range. Like,
2: he's short, but he has range.
0: He has range. Got them long, he got mitts for long, fucking hands. Oh my god! And there there was, was
2: a long ass of arms him and big ass hands. Almost like
0: I wrote a scouting report on him in February of this year and said all the same. You thing. did. You did do there that.
1: Was, there was a picture of him like carrying the ball, and his hand is smothering an NFL-sized football.
0: So, for for real, with Sky Moore, there was always up until this point there was the concern. The only the only real concern I had about him and that in my opinion, you could say about him besides his height was like, okay, but we've only seen it against a group of five competition. Like we, we haven't seen it against real competition. You can say whatever you want about training camp, but like at some point putting together good days after good days and explosive plays and whatever against better competition apparently than uh, what Skymore was playing
1: Against a better Chiefs secondary this year. And his it's play on the really, field
0: isn't changing. Yeah. So, like, at some point, we have to admit that, like, holy shit, like, there, we, we have no reason right. to uh, expect that this dude, like, isn't legit. Maybe we're not there yet, but we're absolutely trending in that direction, which should make every single Chiefs fan excited as hell.
1: If I was Miko, I'd be worried about his starting position, to be honest.
0: I Miko mean, should have been worried the last, like, three years. He's already no, been... No, I... He's that acceptance.
2: Miko. Dude, that man is not getting another contract here. Well, it, watching Sky,
1: like, he's making catches that Nicole struggles to do. We, like whenever we've heard Mahomes
0: more about Sky Moore in training camp in one week since he's got past his hamstring injury than we've heard about Mecole Hardman in his entire NFL career.
1: Exactly, they and the one thing hard that hard. really pisses me off about Mecole is whenever Mahomes throws him a ball, Nicole doesn't take that second effort to go and get that ball. Like he'll jump and die. He'll jump up in the air and get it, but he won't, you know, get that extra burst to go run an extra two yards to grab it. Sky, he'll just lay, he laid his whole body out for one.
0: I've actually been kind of concerned because, like, he's fearless going over the middle. He is,
1: which is (laughs) is concerning.
0: High effort player, but like, holy shit, dude, you fell and got a hit pointer today, and we're like out for the rest of practice and are fine. You've already had a hamstring injury. Like, I don't know how you, like, like he missed one game in his entire career at Western Michigan. has been in the NFL for, like, three weeks and has got hurt twice. Like, let's just, like, go 99% and, like, preserve ourselves instead of 110% because I your 99% is still better than MVS. First
2: you... team rub some
1: dirt on it.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. First team rubbed some dirt on it. Juju's look pretty good, too um
0: juju has and probably, I mean
1: I'm I was a little worried about him coming into the Chiefs I, I was never really a big Juju fan but like Mahomes and him are on point like they're
0: so question for you guys because Juju's on a one-year prove-it deal if Juju has a thousand yards eight touchdowns as our number one receiver blows up this year we're not paying him right we're taking the third round compensatory pick and moving on that's my no know, They decide know.
2: that it- I would say the only reason that they wouldn't is if Juju's, like, demands and Marquez Valdez-Scantling's contract, like, added up to Tyreek, if that makes sense. Valdez-Scantling's
1: okay. contract is very, um, how do you call it? Um, high. No, well, high, but it's pretty, it's very, it's, it's escapable. Like, they're able to get out of it.
0: But they front-loaded it with most of the guaranteed money. Exactly. Oh, yeah, And yeah. so...
1: The only way I would see us – how do I put this? Me, Cole, and him are both up at the same time. And, and I
2: McCall's see McCole's gone. There's no yes. chance.
1: So McCole's gone. You have a bunch of other backup receivers who – you have no other receivers left. Skymore is your only receiver and MVS for 2023.
0: He's <laughs> the number one receiver in the NFL, but continue.
1: Anyways, you have two receivers that are left – on that roster until past 2023. So I think Juju does get that contract. I, I think it depends what the number is. Like that, that's really what it is.
2: If Juju I think even like,
1: if eight, I think if he even has, I'm not saying he's going to get the bag, but I say if he even has over 800
2: yards, they're still going to pay him. I mean, like you have some flexibility if, I mean, without Tyreek on the roster and if you let like, go. i mean if he got like christian kirk money maybe i mean that's a lot of money yeah you know the scariest part the scariest part is if Mikol has a good year that is the scary part i would juju is one of those guys i would feel Mm -hmm. comfortable giving money to because i've seen him be good in the past talent yeah he has the talent Nicole has never shown me anything in the last three seasons to make me believe that any good season he puts together isn't at least repeatable by someone just as talented or just a complete and utter fluke.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. A,
1: I can, I can see something happening to where I'm not saying the chiefs organization is dumb or anything. They're very smart, very frugal and they very intelligent.
0: draft pick by paying him.
1: Yeah, and I yes, exactly. I could see them saying, Oh, B-Cole had an 800 yard season, six touchdowns. We're gonna give him a paycheck for four years or whatever. What I would
0: that, be scared that's the scary of. part.
2: What I would be scared of is like, you know, Sky doing like rookie stuff, like not yeah, really having eight hundred yards, impact. five
0: touchdowns. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like we'll talk we'll say like six and four, and then like mm-hmm. McCall goes for like eight to a thousand a couple of touchdowns, and juju goes like a thou for a couple of touchdowns. And they're both good, and Juju is ob- Juju just gets way more like money on the open market, and the Chiefs just decide, oh, well, we can just pay one of these guys, and McColl is cheaper, so we're just going to pay McColl. That's and it's like,
0: exactly yeah. right. And it's that like, I would right. rather
2: just pay more for Juju or pay neither, to be completely frank.
0: Well, and I think... I think the bigger issue for the Chiefs offense long term is going to be like at some point, maybe this season, we start to see Travis Kelsey taking a step back. I don't expect Juju to fill that void or like, and he's already here. So if he just remains, then he's not going to fill that void. It's just we're going to mm-hmm. lose Travis Kelsey slowly. Like we have to find a path to. Finding a path to replace Travis Kelsey's production is more important than whatever we're going to get from Juju this year in my eyes, because I don't expect Juju to be a number one receiver, or number two receiver for the foreseeable future.
2: Yeah. I mean, Juju is probably just fine. Juju's just a guy who might put up some good fantasy numbers.
0: Right. But I'm not paying that Christian Kirk money in the NFL because that's so replaceable.
2: It. Yeah. No, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think. I'm just saying from a Chiefs perspective, I think you could see something like, all right, MVS plus Juju equals Tyreek money. Like, there we go. We we're going to pay Tyreek anyways.
0: I, I know that – Um, I guess to get – I know we're going to do a uh, roster prediction probably in the future, but just for fun and for today, can we predict the three running backs that make the uh, week one roster?
1: Okay. Are we considering Michael Burton as a running back? <laughs> That's a good question. No. Yeah. Okay, so and
2: he'll make it, and he'll
1: be—he's going to make it. Like Burton's going to be
2: on the roster. Burton will make it. Andy loves having a fullback for no goddamn yes. reason.
0: Play full—he can play special teams too. I mean,
2: yes. yeah, that—that okay. that is very right. true. So he usually runs that three running so, back. So with Clyde four. is a lock, right? Clyde's like the one lock in my eyes, I would say.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um,
2: because I think it would cost—I <laughs> think it would just cost too much money to not have him on the roster. Okay, here, yeah, let me I read do. off the
1: name. Let me read off the room. Would that help you guys out? Yeah, read off the okay. entire running back room.
2: Clyde Edwards-Alaire,
1: Ronald and Jones, Jet, Isaiah Pacheco, Derek Gore, Tayon Fleet-Davis, and on Ealy, who also Jerrion Ealy has been switched. I would really, really enjoy
2: back. it if Jet Davis or Jet Davies or whatever the fuck his name was. Fleet-Davis. Fleet that Davis. is one of the – what What was that dude's name again? Tayon Fleet-Davis. That is one of the greatest – it was Fleet, not Jet. See, I, I didn't even pay attention. That's one of the great running back names of all time. Say it one more time. Tayon Fleet Davis. I, I, got, yeah. I got to go find this dude on fucking Sleeper right now and pick him up. with <laughs> just some memes.
0: No, Tayon most-
2: Fleet Davis. Are you kidding me? That's an awesome name. He's not going to make the roster whatsoever. No. Practice squad.
0: Derek so, Wiggins
2: is look- still here too, right? Yeah, Jet. Yep. Yeah, yeah Jet. Okay, that, sorry. that's where i got fleet davis uh confused okay um, um so it's a, it's a four-person race right like there's no sam, chance sam can... name so we'll go sam gavin and then i'll name my three i don't know i i think we'll keep four personally
0: <laughs> i think it's a waste of a spot if we keep four
2: but... i think you need running backs especially when yours are not good
0: <laughs> well i mean week to week if you lose three running backs in a week you just put sky Moore back there and get better production I fleet the davis. on the roster
2: UDFA, where did this guy even come from? Maryland, he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know he's a rookie. Oh, he is from Maryland. Okay.
0: Well, Sam's yeah. looking around. I think the most effective and best thing we could do week one, maybe this isn't what we do, but it's what I would do. Um, I would have Clyde starting, Ronald Jones, I, essentially Clyde playing passing downs and mixing in. Ronald Jones is your early down grinder, and um, Isaiah Pacheco is your special. Mm-hmm. He's there because he can play special teams. He can return, he's fast. And I think he would be more effective as a change of pace back than Ronald Jones to Clyde or Clyde to Ronald
1: Jones. So you're cutting jet?
0: Yes. He's wow. old. He already had uh he's been hurt some some this offseason too, has had some work. Um so at work as in like has had uh he had some like minor procedure done a couple days or some weeks ago. Like I'm just I'm happy with what he did last year, but he can, he can go on. We we can find Damian or uh, Daryl Williams did the same thing. Damian Williams did the same thing, and those guys suck. Like we can find running back production.
2: How many running backs do we have on the roster at the end of last season? We had Jet Williams, uh, McKinnon, and, and Gore. Yeah, so we had four running backs. I'm keeping all four of those running backs and cutting Gore. There you go. Okay, I'm going. Yeah, clock, I'm going off five. past experience.
1: I love Derek Gore, though. I love some Derek Gore. I
2: don't give a fuck if you like Derek Gore. The dude's like fucking 28.
1: I know. It's sad because he's not even going to be – I think he's not even practice squad eligible. Um, Clyde yeah, – no,
2: You can go find a job somewhere else. You can go to the fucking USFL or XFL.
1: So it's going to be Clyde, Ronald Jones, Jet McKinnon, and Isaiah Pacheco is going to get put on the injury reserve spot. What? Hurt? So, so – Either that or they're going to put them to the practice squad and hold them to a, you know, uh, there's like a way you can hold them on your practice squad without getting picked up.
0: I just think that we're just uh, I return, think it's better than Jarek McKinnon right now. And, Jarrett, I think, and there's people out there that think Jarek McKinnon is the best running back on our roster. So I'm not sure what that says about all of the running backs on our roster. But,
1: How about like, cut here's, Clyde?
0: <laughs> here's the thing about four okay. running backs and the fact that we're rostering a fullback. Just because you have, like, three or four shitty running backs doesn't mean you should just roster more shitty players.
1: Are we keeping Clyde just because we spent a first-round
2: draft pick yes. on him?
0: Clyde might like, actually,
2: is that the only thing holding us Clyde back? Uh, lady, I don't know. Andy might actually be convinced he's still good. Like, you never know.
0: If he w- didn't go to LSU and win a national title, was a six-round pick because that's what his testing said that he should have been. And uh, the combine is the biggest predictor of running back draft capital. Then... Um, I don't even know if he's, like, still in the NFL. Like, we could be talking about, like, some dude that, like, doesn't have the draft capital and has looked like and has been treated like Zach Moss.
2: Yeah, dude. I mean, if he gets drafted in the third round, he's out the door. Yeah. So, So, I don't know. We could. Fuck, I guess we could cut Clyde. I don't know. It depends on how Clyde looks. He could look better than Ron Jones for all I know. Well.
0: He's not gonna come in at 160 pounds and hurt this uh offseason like around last around. off season. Or at least if he does, we won't hear it until next offseason when he needs another excuse.
2: <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. All right. Um so it's time to get sad. Time to probably have some hurt feelings. Break so up um time to probably say some things that we uh will regret. Um, so yeah, K-State fans sad times dylan edwards four-star running back according to some sites three-star according to other sites decommits from k-state about a month after committing went on a visit to notre dame got an offer from notre dame probably now going to notre dame commitment is on august 6th his new commitment is on august 6. um on three has it about like meh, 50-ish percent for notre dame about 32 ish for k-state and about eight percent for oklahoma pretty much going to notre dame more than likely i would imagine so, gentlemen, we, Gavin. Gavin is sinking into a chair because he's about to eviscerate a 18-year-old on live podcasting television
0: oh, kids.
2: and uh, <laughs> just be depressed in general. Um, good news for K-State is uh, apparently John Randall Jr. is just higher rated than him on some sites. You know, maybe we'll just get John Randall Jr. to all work out good. You know what I mean? We'll but, we'll, okay. Before Gavin, we get- the floor is yours.
0: Before we get started on Dylan Edwards, I would just like to say, why can't my job, like, why can't engineers be rated by, like, on a star system? And I could just send my resume to enough, like, jobs until I come back and say, hey, this job in Canada said that I'm a five-star engineer. I need a pay raise. Like, why the, why can't our jobs be like that? Why can't we just send our information to enough serv- services that one decides that we're a five-star, and then all of a sudden we can be five-star players because that's how it
2: works. We, there should be a star ranking – you see, I don't want a star-ranking system in engineering, though, because I haven't been like a two-star, probably.
0: <laughs> well, no, if, if you're bad, you just send it to enough places that eventually you get a five-star. You know,
2: I, I could have been – I could have went to the Mac of uh, – could have really tore up the Mac of the engineering firms.
0: Oh, we Okay, so to Dylan Edwards. Um, go ahead, guys.
2: Oh, no, I got my own special rant, so you two Dean,
0: take the wheel –
2: Okay, I'm probably and... not going
0: to get as
1: emotional as you guys. It is sad, like, uh, being close to home in K-State, like,
2: it's been Dude, hard for you me. Can't, you can't be uh, rational about this. this you yeah. Do not fence
0: it on this. Pick a side.
2: <laughs> he, is a, he is an 18-year-old
1: who is making a big choice. I mean, how do I put this without pissing you guys
0: off? <laughs> <Both> children.
1: <laughs> I mean... Fuck them kids. To me, like... I feel like K-State offered him the world, and he just, like, crapped it on their chest, you know? Um, To be fair, though, like, if I had a kid, my kids committed to K-State and Notre Dame, even if Notre Dame came up and said, like, hey, like, here's an offer, go ahead, Gavin.
0: No, I I was going to let you finish, but...
1: Okay. I mean, I'm still pretty proud of my kid for getting a Notre Dame offer, and I'm gonna tell my kid, you know, do whatever. You, I'm looking at this from a parent perspective. I'm not a parent, but looking at this from a parent perspective, you do whatever your heart desires. But remember, you have committed to this place. You, it's verbal. There's no written or anything. But you, you know, look at look at what these guys are offering you, and just says no. Kind right. of kind of upsetting.
0: So. I've ranted on this podcast before about just the power that we give 18 year olds. It's too much. It's terrible. We've destroyed, uh, we've taken a large chunk of fan interaction out of college sports because of it. Um, it's great that these kids get power, but unless these kids are going to be playing in empty stadiums, we need to make I agree.
1: And, it, and I feel like this trend has been happening in the last like four a couple years. years. Yes.
0: It's, I don't want to be that guy to like sit here and like, oh, this is a big problem. But like, it is a big problem. And we already have seen before this was an issue, attendance like becoming an issue and just sports in general, live sports. So like sports are such a huge part of our American culture. And I'm just simply wanting to be out here and preserve something great that is college football and in-person college football. Because the rules that are in place are stripping it away from us. That's a problem. This is a result of that problem where Dylan Edwards can't, Dylan Edwards, the person do what's best for you, but also a decision like this is going to come back on you as a person. Mm -hmm. It would be completely different to me. And I would feel different if you verbally committed to K-State, Notre Dame just hadn't done their homework yet. And like, Hey, we're late to the process. Like, we really like you. You haven't officially signed. Like, let's get you in here. The problem with this is he committed and then he voluntarily went and ran a four three nine at a scouting combine that he decided to go to,
1: which do you think right? do you think he used k State's commitment yes. to improve his because then people are looking at him
0: like oh he has look a at this five offer he has a p five offer that he's accepted he goes to the scouting combine he runs the four three nine you don't go to a scouting combine if you're committed like just period you were like the fact that he suck out more offers and was this completely different person on social media. That's the issue. Like, if you're going to have a brand, if you're going to be this athlete, like, be the athlete. Don't be what everybody wants you to see. I want you to be who you actually are, not put on this face to make everybody happy and be this bullshit. Like, you are Dylan Edwards. Be Dylan Edwards. I want to see the real Dylan Edwards on um, social media. Like, the fact that you would just essentially – B is fake, and I, it's sad. That w- the way he handled it is just terrible, and he's not the only one. I don't want to target Dylan Edwards on this. It is a –
1: oh, It's a nationwide it's a nationwide issue. Why did
0: you, we're just the latest to be bitten in the ass by it. Don't go to and, scouting, and scouting combines after you commit.
1: If this was a one-star recruit or, like, a walk-on or
0: whatever, like,
1: you know, we wouldn't be as hurt, but the fact that we had such a highly touted player –
0: The last last thing I'll say on this and then I'll give Sam uh, his platform here is I am happy that it was in the most replaceable position and the least important position in football. We did get kind Mm -hmm. of lucky there, if I'm being honest. Like, it's not like Avery Johnson's walking out here. And Avery Johnson did have... Every i understand
2: just walk out of here now i know yeah. i understand really i'm literally
0: talking about a 18 year old being fake on social media avery johnson appears to be committed so if he goes and does the same thing then i guess we can just feel shitty about do you that. think do you think we, that changed their friendship a little bit huh? um yes do you I mean, think
1: really? that changed their friendship a little bit like it they were, they were bro on buddies.
0: what's that like it changed my view on dylan edwards as a person like do you think we I mean, talked I, about this
2: before? Like, I, hey, this I, I feel like if you're boys with someone though, you kinda get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. If you I would get I it. Mean, I would not let's, respect let's it, say so. you let's say we got big and famous, which we never will, and then you like and then Gavin joined like Barclay, I don't know, know. like so, like fucking ESPN for fantasy football, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Like and he just left us and like he just went on to a better opportunity. Like, I'd be pissed, but, like, I get it, right? Because you're my boy, and I can, like, forgive you about that.
0: Yeah, you know, but if you, I also— if you're going
2: I, up, I'm going up with you, damn it. <laughs> no,
0: I, I, would just, I would do it in a way that, like, A, preserved my relationship with you guys, was in a respectful way. I wouldn't, like, go to ESPN and be like, hey, I have this podcast. I'm, like, applying for a job here behind your guys' back. And trying to get off this podcast. I get
1: that Gavin, Avery I don't I hope you know this. You signed a lifelong contract with the Flyers. Honest to State God, Sports too.
2: <laughs> we have no <laughs> idea if Dylan Edwards said anything to Avery? He could have, and then like Avery just gets it. Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. I, I don't have
0: any <laughs> connection to speculation.
2: Do you think yeah. okay? One last question, or and,
1: and sorry, Sam, I don't mean to take the floor from there. you Um do you think him coming back makes it better? Or do you think as K-State fans,
2: you, you don't want him back? That's what I want I, do think. I, want I think it'd be very him. awkward if he came back. I, um, I want this, people this will tie that. into like, what I'm going to say later. I, oh, okay. I think it'd be very awkward. Yeah. I, I, I kind of said the same thing too. Yeah. I mean, like it, it's very awkward to decommit from a place. And then like a week later, commit again. Because if it was something to where like he decommitted and then like a month and a half, two months passed, you could maybe see him coming back. Because maybe it's like, oh, he's just trying. Like he's a four star now, and like he's got like this more. His brand is bigger, so he's like trying to angle for more NIL money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which like kind of makes sense. It's still kind of weird, new everything, but whatever. But I I can't imagine if he did that and a week later he tried to come back he he picked up an offer from Oregon like yesterday too.
0: I the 439 that he ran was impressive as hell. It's just if he was active like still if you're still looking and still putting your name out there and still doing things to be recruited don't commit to a place like it's yeah. not hard like and uh, good for Dylan Edwards. He's act like the four three nine as a eighteen, seventeen year old, however old he is, like that's impressive as hell. That dude's a tall ass. He's a highly rated running back. He's gonna like go up in recruiting rankings after that. That's uh for the kid itself, like swaps to the dude, but as a person, like I don't respect the way he made his decisions and the way he operated.
2: So I guess I'll start my rant now. Commence. So when I found out that Dylan Edwards and Avery Johnson, I, I mean, I don't follow recruiting very much, but I found out that there's, you know, a quarterback who's like a four-star quarterback, like top 10-ish, 10 to 12, I think it is, nationally, Elite 11 quarterback prospect, and like highly touted running back, getting pressed from Oklahoma, getting pressed from Nebraska, you know, all these places. And I found out that we had a chance to get these guys, I was like, oh my God, like, we're maybe like you know turn a corner with this stuff right ending up yep. yeah trending in the right direction you know you bring home the in-state talent i've been saying it forever you know it's sucks that we i mean like i know peyton like newell and like a bunch of guys from kansas don't always end up being you know the greatest thing in college but i mean like you got like Isaiah simmons and like even graham mertzes and stuff like that And it really sucks that they end up always going to iowa state for some reason wisconsin and oklahoma and Clemson in the case of uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Spiller. Not Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah Simmons, excuse Simmons, me. Simmons, yeah. So I'm like, oh, great. We can actually get some tops. We, we can get some top guys from Kansas. And those are the guys who, if you get in, they don't generally leave because they're from Kansas. And it's kind of just, you know, family type stuff. But BS the case it has. And so, you know, Dylan Edwards committed and Avery Johnson committed and I was very excited. I can tell you with a straight face, I was at work. I was listening to the commitment video. I was so nervous when Dylan Edwards' his commitment. I literally had butterflies in my stomach because I was like, oh, my God, this is like a watershed moment. And I, I didn't cry, but, I mean, my eyes watered up or whatever because I'm like, oh, my God, like, we beat out Oklahoma for a recruit. Oklahoma got a different running back recruit before he committed, which made me feel a little bit dicey about wh- whether he really wanted to be here, but I was like, he's here week and you know the whole decommitment thing that fucking sucks right and i can. my thing is always just i wish 17 and 18 year old kids at the presence of mind to just keep their recruitment open until they're absolutely certain they want yes Thank that's you. really all i'm i'm not asking for dylan edwards to cut co- i mean i want dylan edwards at k-state right? I'm not asking for Dylan Edwards to come here if he has an opportunity to go to Notre Dame or Oklahoma or any of those programs, right? The money's going to be better there from NIL. The prestige is going to be better there. The access to a college football playoff is going to be better. And just the benefit of the doubt, if you perform even a little bit at one of those schools for getting drafted is there. Like, I mean, if you you go for 800 yards and like five touchdowns at K-State, Probably not getting drafted. If you do it at Oklahoma, probably getting drafted. Like, it's it's the same stats, same competition. You're working with more at Oklahoma even, but it's just the benefit of the doubt because you went to Oklahoma. So, for me, it hurt a lot. I'm not happy about it. I'm not – it's one of those, it's like I'm not – it's like a disappointing thing, right? I'm more disappointed that Dylan Edwards didn't want to be here. I'm, I'm disappointed that he said he wanted to be here and then really didn't. And you know what? I've been saying this about K-State for forever. If you don't want to be at K-State, don't come. Because, like, the only way that we K-State wins stuff is if people want to be in Manhattan, Kansas. And it's not for everyone. And that's completely fine because it is for some people. And K-State has proven in the past. That they can be a winning program. You know. Not, we're not talking about winning a ton of conference championships. We're not even talking about winning like big bowl games or anything. But we can be a competitive program with people who want to be here. Now, to address the elephant in the room about what I want Dylan Edwards back. Yes, if you want to come back, I would personally be okay with it. However, this is going to go into what the actual rant is about. Is I don't think he would want to come here, and I think even if he wanted to, I don't think he would now because everyone attacked him on Twitter and social media, mm-hmm. and if you look at the post subsequent after his announcement of decommitment, it's full of people saying, oh, well, look at what Darren Sproles did here, and oh, look at your dad like being excited for you to come to K-State, and oh, look at this, and look at that, and look at this, and look at that, and it's fucking gross And people need to get a fucking life on Twitter. Stop harassing this poor 17, 18-year-old running back who doesn't know anything about what his future holds for him. And is just trying to make the best decision for him, whether that is academics, because Notre Dame's a better school than K-State academically. Whether it's money, because they have more money, or whether it's just purely football-wise. So, I'm sick and tired of watching people like Jim Wardridge's neck brace and Case K-State man 2825 extantation bitch whatever the fuck continually go onto these people's pages and harass this kid and just say some of the fucking rude fuckingest things. If you want to say something, hop onto Twitter and say, hope you find what you're looking for. We'd love to have you back. And that's all you got to say. If you want to be pissed like us, go on to your podcast where Dylan Edwards is never going to hear it because we know he's not going to hear it because we don't got any fucking listeners. And I know you don't got any fucking listeners out there either. So <laughs> go hop on your podcast, complain to your buddy, send it in a text, send it in a DM, but forget and even say it on your personal feed. You can say it on your personal feed. Just don't tag him because he's a 17 year old kid and we don't need the fucking branding of K-State to be fucking Tim Fitzgerald being like, oh, woe is K-State. Look at another thing that K-State didn't get. And then fucking K-State mom, 48, being like, Dalen, look how much you're disappointing your dad. Oh, you're such a bad person. It's like, for God's sakes, go outside, touch grass, get a fucking life, get a fucking job, and just enjoy the people that we have because I'm so sick of everyone complaining about what we don't have and never taking the time to look at what we do have. We have great facilities. We have a great stadium. We have a bunch of kids who want to be here. We have a really good chance at winning a lot of games this year, and yet we're going to just be negative Nancys about fucking everything because we live in Manhattan, Kansas, and everyone thinks Manhattan, Kansas is a dump, And then everyone just thinks Manhattan, Kansas is a dump. Even the people who fucking live there and the people who fucking work there. And it's ridiculous. It's a great part of the country. I won't hear otherwise. And it's just the fucking dumbest shit. And I'm just asking the fan base to, for once in your life, prove Bruce Weber wrong because you can't do it. He said the K-State Twitter was the worst and that they're always negative. And then you say, oh, well, Bruce, that's not true. And then what do you do? You crap on a 17-year-old kid. You crap on a junior in high school going into his sophomore year because he wanted to go to a better program than us. And you know what? Yeah, Dylan Edwards, I wish you were here. And if you're listening to this and I know you're not, then I'm sorry that we couldn't give you what you wanted. But you know what? I'm not going to hold it against you. Because I sure as sh- sure shit would go to K-State because I did and I love the school. But if that's not your cup of tea, then you said it and that's fine. And there's been a bajillion prospects from the state who have said that K-State's not their cup of tea. And I don't blame you. And I wouldn't blame you right now if you never wanted to come to K-State ever again. Because we're just a bunch of fucking cocksucking Twitter warriors who look like a bunch of dickheads. And to top it off, the fucked up part is now that the transfer portal is a thing, you've burnt the bridge with the kid who could have left Notre Dame after one year of not playing and just came back here anyway. Because he could have always just came back here. He could have just went to Notre Dame for one year, cashed out on NIL money, and just been at K-State and now you've fucking alienated the poor kid. And now he's going to probably just either go to Notre Dame and, and rough it out, go somewhere else, or even worse, he could just decide, fuck you, I'm going to KU. I don't think that would happen because they have Devin Neal in the transfer from Minnesota. They actually have a really good running back room. But now you've ruined the bridge for future years. And I don't know. Maybe I would have a second chance or a second thought if I'm someone like John Randall Jr. of wanting to even come here because the fan base is fucking ridiculous. And it doesn't just bleed into the football team. Now it's going to bleed into the basketball team. If Dida Ames, or however you pronounce his name, I'm sorry, Mr. Ames, if I mispronounced it, if he decommits, then we're going to do the same thing to him. And that's going to be like, well, why would a big time basketball recruit ever want to come here? Because if they decommit, they're just going to get harassed by the team, by Twitter. And that's another thing. In-season, stop tagging players. I get it. They are paid now, and they're, like, semi-professional. They can fucking leave at the drop of a hat. Like, and they're fucking kids. Most of them are under 20. Stop going onto people's pages and tagging them and shit. And get a fucking profile picture. Like, Stop. You having Pepe the Frog in a K-State hoodie is not fucking cool. If you're going to fucking talk shit to a player, have a fucking profile picture. Be a man. Don't be a fucking pussy trip Twitter warrior. Be better. Sam, Fuck. you won an Oscar for that. I didn't win shit. Yep. I just wish um. that people would fucking quit just being fucking stupid. Like. I, I love K-State football with all my heart. I've been to every game. If you don't count the COVID year, if you don't count the COVID year, cause like the tickets on that are weird, right? Yep. I've been to every K-State game except for the 2020 season since 2006, except for like two games. One of them was because of a funeral and another one was because of something else, probably a wedding or something. I bleed purple. I go to all the games. I support K-State for fucking everything. And I, I refuse to go onto a Twitter page and attack a fucking kid. I will say some shit on my time. I'm not even going to say I haven't said shit on my timeline. I know I've said it, but I'm not going to tag them because I'm not a fucking, like, I'm not trying to have your, them see it. I'm trying to have my timeline, your like, opinion. My opinion, be out there. And your, if you want, if you want to criticize the team as a whole, that's different because that's everyone. Like, there's no whole bars on that one. You can attack the team, in my opinion, like, but individual players, off, dude, come on.
0: So, um, to give your uh lungs a breath, a breath of oh, Jesus, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> um, I agree with legitimately everything you said. Literally
1: everything.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I hate it. I just hate it. I can't so- stand it. The first part, um, I just want to like point out the fact that it's funny that in one sentence we can say they're just kids and then in another they're professional athletes because they're getting paid, which that's it's a completely separate issue that we don't yes, need to talk about It anymore.
2: is a completely separate that's, issue. That's, I, um, yeah. that's an argument I, for another. I ju- it, it's the same thing, though. It just, dude, I, I couldn't imagine if, if I got attacked for what school I was going to at 18, like. That would just been fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? So, I'm, I'm 18. I've been 18 before. Everyone who's, like, talking shit on Twitter, too, has been 18. No. They were fucking stupid at 18. They're still stupid now. I'm still stupid now. But I was dumber at 18 than I am now.
0: So I have two comments and then a question for you guys. Uh, the first one, just, like, towards the K-State fan culture, uh, just – Pretty much encapsulating everybody that you're talking about, Sam. This is like the we've noticed the problem in the stadium, the football stadiums, the not returning until halfway through the third quarter. The like K K State Twitter has a really, really, really. Um,
2: Opposite. There's a double
0: edged sword with K State uh, online because they have such a big presence, which is really cool. And it's really something that's kind of unique about K State. There was the t shirt, random t shirt thing that we just like were hanging around schools with comp- much bigger fan bases, money, whatever, mm-hmm. had no business being in. That's the good side of it. The bad side is the fact that we're just. Every single person that's talking, social media is great. You can get your opinion out there. That's okay. Everybody is entitled to an opinion. The fact that social media makes it really easy for retarded people to get their opinion out there, that sucks. But, like, that's just social media in today's world. Like, Yeah. That
2: just- and dude, you can be an idiot and have your own opinion. I just right. – I don't, don't need the you directing it at, like – Dude, direct it at the unpaid intern running the K-State football account. Well, then, like, don't tag players.
0: You can it's even in my mind, like if something egregious happens, if some kid does something like fucking terrible and it like if Deshaun Watson was playing for Kansas State when all this shit broke down and like he's a kid, don't tag him like you can even just like use the kid's name and not tag him like it's possible. You can have an opinion on a person, on a team, on a whatever, like it's OK. It's okay to have an opinion, just for the love of God, don't target it at someone. It's just
2: exactly, dude. Like, it's not I, I've
0: helpful have, it anyway. I put out
2: plenty of tweets about how K State basketball fucking sucks. Yes, and
0: that's But the, like, we that's the
2: just truth. a general statement, and it's a, it's a fact, honestly. Like, it with how K State played down the stretch last year and the previous two seasons, we sucked. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm so, like whatever. Like, if you if you want me to say something nice about the team then perform I won't say anything mean about you now if I do say something mean about you it's going to be something like Marquise Noel took a fucking stupid ass shot or something like but it's not I'm not tagging Marquise Noel yes I'm just saying hey Marquise Noel did something stupid or like hey um I I got a weird text from my mom right there. I think I think she mistexted me. She like she calm her,
0: down, Sam. No,
2: she said something about like something being a Mexican place now, and I know she's not talking. To, she's not talking to me. I don't know who she's okay. talking to. Um, but anyways, no. Um, yeah, like if like for instance, Jacquard, right. When he fumbled that ball against Oklahoma, you could argue, and I hate doing this because that play is literally at the beginning of the game. Um, things change completely. I know where this of, is
0: going, but yeah. Yeah, like
2: he fumbled the ball, and theoretically, and we lost by score. And theoretically, like if he doesn't fumble the ball and we score, we win. Yep. But like that's not how games work, because that's in the first quarter. And if he scores, then literally the entire game plays out differently.
0: Right.
2: But like, if you say like Jacardia Wright fumble really, you know, cost us, you can say that. I don't need you to fucking go to Jacardi Wright's page and tweet at him. And I don't need you to, you know, like tag him on it if you say it. And if Jacardi Wright tweets something, I need you to go there and either A, say fucking nothing, or B, offer him encouragement. Because isn't, like, how can you have this family brand if you're just trashing on your players and coaches all the time? And coach is a little bit different because, like, coaches are, you know, whatever.
0: It's their job. But, like,
2: just – I don't know, man. Like, just be supportive.
0: I mean, what – dude. Especially to the players because, like – and, like, when I – I ran it on this podcast with the stuff about Bruce. Like, it gets to a point where you're just doing more hard – because I am the person that's sitting here like, hey, I would rather make a big change rather – rather than just try and be average I am a guy. And so I've sat here and I'm the guy that's clamoring for change. So like at some point, yes, like you, some things need to be said and that's okay, but it gets to a point so quickly with kids, college athletics, just everything. Cause it's so fragile. It gets to a point quickly where you're just doing more harm than you are. Good.
2: Last thing before we move on to the fun stuff, right? There's a much better chance if everyone in the comments just says, Best of luck, Dylan. Would love to have you back. And left it at that. And there's a better chance that Dylan says, oh, my God, look at all these people who support me. I, I'm i making a tough choice, and they're supporting my choice. Maybe I shouldn't stay here. Does it change anything? Probably not. Does it have a better chance of him coming back if he were to leave Notre Dame? Probably, maybe. maybe. Probably not either.
0: I can tell but, you that if I could have checked my Twitter timeline and seen a bunch of people encouraging me at the two-mile mark of an 8K, it would have helped me out quite a bit when I was running in college. So,
2: yeah. So, I don't know. Beans, we got on a big rant there, and yep. I think we need to speed through the end of this. I would say, you know, we, we've we done enough Venom yeah. for today. I think we can skip hot takes this week. I think we can just make fun of you for your thought-provoking moment and sign off.
0: Here's your time, Beans. Yeah,
2: All this right. This is your time. I've been doing a lot of talking okay. the last 10 minutes.
0: Okay, so
1: it's not really a thought-provoking moment. It's more of oh, a no. question. It's more of a question. That oh, like, no, that's not a the... thought-provoking moment, though. The question It's more is of a it's, it's, I mean, it's a question. I mean, well, yeah, anyways. My expectations
0: um, drop so fast when you have to explain <laughs> what you're going into? Go ahead. All
1: right. Have you seen the movie John Wick? No. Have you? What What was the movie again? My internet stinks the, the, and cut out. Uh, John Wick. Have you ever seen the movie John Wick? Dude, unfortunately, I've seen John Wick. All right. Would you rather kill John Wick's dog or expose every expose everything for Hillary and Bill Clinton's secrets?
2: I mean, I'm dead either way. Exactly. Um, so here, you know what? I, I said no hot takes. Uh, I guess I'm firing from the hip here. I hate John Wick 2 and 3. Like, uh, John Wick 1's fine. John Wick like, 1 is fire. John Gavin, Wick 1 is, up. like, fine. There's nothing catch- wrong with John Wick 1. It's a perfectly fine action movie. I hate the rest of the other two. Like, okay, this, catch you know, up to like, speed. I'm going to tell you why I hate both of them real quick. I was for so I was so I hate shoot 'em ups, right? And John okay. Wick is a shoot 'em up. Those Very. movies stink because like they have no plot. It's just ah, here's like this basic arbitrary little plot or whatever. And we go in and we just shoot everyone around it. And there's like basically that. So John Wick, at least, has a plot like, you know, his dog gets killed by some drunk and he's going to go kill the guy, right? And it's like, whatever. Okay, cool, awesome, like easy to follow, whatever. The other two movies have no plot, or I failed to recognize it, and are literally just way too over the top, and I hate them. And I was forced to watch both of them back-to-back during the NFL playoffs because I was in New Jersey with my father and brothers, and my youngest brother hadn't seen any of them. So, we were going to watch one a day, which is like fine, whatever. We can watch it and then watch the playoffs. And then he said, let's watch the third one right after the second one. And I was like, oh my God, I'm trying to watch Tom Brady potentially in his last playoff game ever, which it wasn't, but it was with the Patriots. And I'll never forgive him for that. But, anyways, um, John Wick would kill me with a pencil, which would stink. I guess. You that Gavin, hold on here.
1: We got to we got to catch Gavin up to speed first before you say yours. Gavin, John Wick, a gang kills his dog, and they, he goes ape shit and kills the whole gang.
2: Yeah, that's pretty it. much. Okay. Like, it would pretty much be like if the cartel killed Sydney, and you just killed the whole cartel. Have okay. you seen take?
0: Have you seen Taken? Yeah, that, that, it, that's it, it, I that I was Yeah, dog, it's like Taken, but right. like
1: times twelve.
0: Okay, yeah, when you, you said thought, with... that, was the first movie I thought of. Yes, he so. yes. literally Think of take grabs
2: it. a pencil and kills a dude with a pencil. It's fucking, it's like the Joker, cool. but, like, not as cool.
1: <laughs> so, Sam, what's your pick?
2: Dude, fuck it. I'll just expose the clip. I, you know, the thing is, is I, I don't even know, if, you know what? The Clintons do have interesting stuff hidden away. Like, who are we kidding? They do. I was going to say, oh, well, the Clintons probably don't even have, like, anything that interesting. And it's like, no, they do. They're in politics. They absolutely know some shit. Um. So, fuck. Okay, so it's pretty much would I rather kill a dog, which I don't want to do, and then die because of it, or destabilize the entire country and potentially the world and then get hit for it. Yep. And That's... I guess I'd rather just destabilize the country. I All suppose. because
1: we love dogs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I don't want to. Dude, okay, like, what? Like, why? No, no, why I'm, I be, too... I'm, I'm destabilizing
1: gonna... the country. I am ruining our country.
2: Dude, okay, if it was like. I don't know, man. Like, it, it both ends up with you dying. Unless I make a deal with, like, Russia. Actually, I could do that. <laughs> or like north korea i could destabilize the country and flee to north Korea. Mm, yeah actually i might not die in that situation either gavin but anyways if i kill the dog i'm just dead and it's like well that was a stupid reason to die you didn't even enjoy killing the dog but if i destabilize the country that would at least be like super epic and i'd get a chapter in, in my own textbook if they even had textbooks afterwards gavin what's yours
0: So two things from myself. First thing is I've already talked once on this podcast about how like some things just need to be said or let out or whatever to cause change. Uh, The second part of that is um, I view myself like like to make decisions based on like, you know, do I have the skill set to pull this off or whatever? Um, I can't kill a dog. I don't have that skill set inside of me. And so the only thing that's left that I can possibly do is leak all of the Clinton information. So if I just <laughs> could do that, then it's like my only option. So I,
2: I love how you're like, oh yeah, I don't have the skill set to like murder a dog. <laughs> yeah. So like, more- no, okay. But I it do have the skill set to that perform F- my space.
0: That part is missing. You want me if I just because it's the way you phrased it. Would you just leak it and then die? Like, yeah, if I could just like leak it, obviously I have to.
2: Yeah, leak it and then the Clintons would kill you. It's just a matter of how, really, what it is. So, like, okay, Beans, do you, is it just like you have it and you leak it immediately? Or can I like flee and then leak it? it?
1: You can methodically plan it.
2: Out. the way I see it, it's a death sentence, no matter what. but it is a death sentence, but like if I got to Russia, like I could just buddy I, up I completely for side- a while, a sidestepped
0: the point of your question, and I just broke it down into the way that you worded it, so I didn't have to answer it.
2: Can I just like <laughs> know all the Clinton files and then not tell that's anyone not the and then like you know it, and you, you, you just know, you know it. what? No, the best thing to do. Oh yeah, this is good. This is really good beans. The best thing to do is to write a book. That's what I would do.
1: You know, I'd nobody's gonna read it. With,
2: I I would write I would write a book with like all like the fringe stuff that's like not super important that the Clintons wouldn't kill me for. Make a fuck ton of money. Go to fucking North Korea and then be like, hey yo, Kim Jong look at the actual book and Kim John be like, What the fuck, man? I'd be like, I know, right? And (laughs) then I'd release the actual book. I'd leak it on like anonymous or some bullshit
0: like that. Now I don't want to derail us down this. Uh, one of my you don't want to
2: takes, us. What do you think this is?
0: One of my hot takes for previous weeks was the idea that like if it's on the internet, it's fake. Like what the fuck do you think was in books like before that? Shit? You think like just because somebody wrote it down, it was fact? Like, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah,
2: it's in a book, like, it must be true. They spent all, all this time working on hieroglyphics.
0: Sam Sam writes this book and it's just like oh yeah, this is all the shit This is that real. Fuck yeah, let's nah,
2: go books all the fucking time like they probably exaggerate some of that shit
0: literally we talk about like the internet just being a spot where like retarded people can get their opinions out like you can write down retarded opinions too like it's completely yeah but i'm
2: trying to profit off those opinions (laughs) I don't give a shit if they think their opinions are facts. As long as I'm getting money from fucking book, I don't give a but shit. No, back
0: to the question. Sam, you don't have the skill set, and I don't have the skill set, and Beans doesn't have the skill set to write a book, so that's not an option. Fuck! <laughs> God damn it. We all, it all comes back to skill sets.
2: Okay, so we're leaking the Clinton files, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: a thousand percent. Okay, so – all right, this is – you know what? This is devolving. We're going right into this. I don't even give a shit.
0: Fuck yeah.
2: Right, right now, we're, we're not writing this down. This isn't like some sort of draft. I'll not even so go – like, I mean, it is a draft, but I'll even go last. We'll go in alphabetical order. Beans, Gavin, Sam, you get a, you're get. you picking two people for your three-man heist group. We can't pick each other, but you you have to be in it to get and leak the Clinton information. So who who do you got, Beans? Who's your number one overall pick on leaking the Clinton Files? Like, a- anybody? Um, yeah, fuck it. Anyone, like, in movies or, like, real yeah. people or whatever. I don't give a shit. Ooh. Nah, just keep it a- – you know what? No, only really? people we know. It's only people we people know. Yeah. People we know? People we know. We got to fucking leak the Clinton Files, and you only get two pe- two choices from people we know. Who you taking first overall? And we'll just mm-hmm. draft it. We'll just do a quick snake draft. Th- this is only content you get if you listen to the pod. <laughs> um <laughs> we're gonna get killed for this, aren't we? Yeah.
1: Anybody and we have to know them? You know what? Fuck it. I don't this
2: question is stupid.
0: <laughs> no, okay, I'll take first pick. Bruce, you
2: take first. first. Okay. Yeah, you take first. I know who my first pick is.
0: Okay, hey, Braveheart, because I'm going to need a distraction, and so a rebellion starting up and getting a large distract that can be a large distraction so that we can sneak in the back door. That was where my mind immediately Don't,
2: don't even write this down, Beans. This is just – Yeah, de- don't write this
0: We're not making a poll for this. Beans. No, you we're not making be- – we
2: won't even – we're, we're not even going to fucking, like, finish this draft if we're fucking writing this down. Okay, con- continue. Okay. Up, um, <laughs> can, they, oh, so crap. can they be dead or alive?
0: Yeah, currently dead. No, no,
2: no, wait. Okay, 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 okay. I, I don't. How about this? They need to be alive, right?
0: Yeah. Oh shit. Or
2: like a fictional movie character.
0: Bingo.
2: Okay. Dead. Okay. All right. I'm taking Adam Savage because I need an engineer who's smart. Who is than me. Adam? Who is Adam Savage? Oh my god! You guys are so fucking stupid. It's the guy from MythBusters. Oh.
0: Oh. Okay. Oh. I know he's, he's at, a, I know Adam from MythBusters, but he's Adam from MythBusters, not Adam. Not Savage. Adam Savage. His name
2: is Adam Savage. How fucking no, awesome Adam is that? It's
0: like okay. a name that man was built for, for a heist. That's a good. That's a good pick, though. I know it's a good pick. Okay,
1: I got mine. you, and, you, you get two picks, beans. Yeah. Okay. Can I pick James Bond? Yes, Jared. Sure. Sure, whatever. Okay, I picked James Bond. That's a good. That's actually a really good one. And then I am uh. Definitely picking Elon Musk because he's got a lot of money.
2: You should take uh, Elon Tusk instead.
1: <laughs> that, 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 um, there, that, that's, I'll take
2: John Wick to bring this thing full circle. Bam! Look at Ab Savage and John Wick. I guess I don't know how we're gonna hack into anything, is, but is you know, the goal again. to
0: just get the Clinton information? I have yes. no
2: idea what the goal of this is, Gavin. Okay, if it's just...
0: to get the Clinton information, I draft Bill, Bill Clinton because he's old and he'll probably just oh.
2: <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Honorable mention you Grace to hack the computer. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's funny. Who would give you the information to fuck the other one over, Hillary or Bill? Who do you think oh, Hillary. You
0: the... oh, Hillary. Hillary. Not... Hillary
2: probably fucking hates Bill. Do they have kids? Their kids would definitely. rat kids. them
1: out. Yeah, they'd rat him out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> that was that was, that that was way too much. Quickly. That was way too All much. All right. But... Um. Yeah, we probably offended everyone. Um, nah. Everyone's probably super confused now. We went from ranting about a 17-year-old kid in football to talking about leaking private documents from a, one of the most powerful families in the world. So there you go. Uh, sorry about it. Our bad.
0: <laughs> I'm not sorry. I mean, I'm tired.
2: You can see it in my eyes yeah. if you watch this on YouTube. This is what you've here
0: for. Yes. My eyes
2: are barely open currently. So, you know, long day at work. Long day at the office. It's 9 o'clock. I hate it here. Anyways, gentlemen, do you have a final word before we sign off?
0: It's almost football season, guys.
2: Yeah, we're almost there. Damn straight. 32 almost days till so K-State kicks off.
0: That's right. I'm excited.
2: I'm excited, too, Kyle. That's, the
1: the con- well. That's when the real Sam, content starts to come in.
0: Be watching out for the official release of the Broken butt hole hype video for this year. Jesus.
2: <laughs> I, I'm ready for uh, our fantasy league to start up, Gavin. I'm Me sure too. no one will. Okay, one sec. Before we leave, this is my oh, last yeah. word, okay? I... You know, I'm just going to say, Colby offered this rule change, Gavin, so you know it's bad. The
0: standard is low. He
2: he wanted to implement a rule change to where your final point total is your starter's points plus half your bench points.
0: What's the – no.
2: And then (laughs) I said, what if I just drafted like five quarterbacks? And he was like, well, you'd have no positional flexibility. And I said, yeah, but all the quarterbacks score like 18 a game. So I'd automatically get like 36 free points yeah. every week. And he was like, Yeah, but that's not how it would work. And I was like, what do you mean that's not how it would work? That's I already you me wrong. No, okay. My last word is Colby, I hope you're listening. That idea is fucking stupid. It will never get implemented. Go join some other Bush league that's five dollar it if you want to do that shit. So that's my last word. Giving you guys one last opportunity for the last word. You guys have anything. Nope. So, we
0: we'll sign all right. off. We'll be back next week.
2: Then I think it's time to sign off. Everyone, I want to thank you for listening again. It was a, our pleasure to bring you this train wreck of a show. Everyone here at the Flyer State Sports Show really appreciates everything that you guys do for us by listening to the pod, sharing the pod. Send to one friend, please. And then also, Gavin just. Up and left. Okay, during my outro, we love to see it. But anyways, we really appreciate all you do by listening, sharing, subscribing, and leaving comments. If you want your comment to be featured, please comment and ask your question, and we will bring it to you. We want to say a special thanks again to Sarah for bringing our show to the Massachusetts audience. We know you're doing a great job. Thank you again to our multimedia gal. And again, if every What is this?
0: Let's go. I can screen share, bitches. (laughs) It's my more season. All right. Uh, You know what?
2: Everyone, thanks again for listening. This was a train wreck. Um, Gavin has his fantasy rankings up. I hate it here. Fuck Bosco boys. And everyone have a great rest of your night, and God bless.
0: Hey, guys. I've now leaked information.